Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Healing Your Codependency. Today I'm doing a little different format with me introducing the episode first and then go play with this, see what this is like. So today we're going to be talking about this idea I call emotional auditing. Are you auditing the emotions you have to choose the right one and ignore the other ones? This is a big form of fixing and it's a big form of disconnection from ourselves. So we're going to be talking about that today. Okay, that's exciting to be here. I'm going to try this little intro thing out a little more. So again, welcome to this episode. Before we get started, make sure you come join us in the Heal Your Codependency Facebook group so you can get additional tools, guidance, and support in your healing of codependency. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that uh, bell, and hit a comment below as well as and hit that like button. And if you're listening via podcast, thank you for listening by uh, via podcast. And if you want to, it's uh, I'm on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. All right. So, are you auditing yourself emotionally? What do you even mean by that, Marshall? Well, emotional auditing is this practice of choosing the right feeling. Oh, I'm not supposed to feel this. I'm supposed to feel that would be the basic structure of an emotional audit. And that would show up as like, I'm not supposed to feel good about this. I'm supposed to feel bad about it. Oh, I think I should feel shameful because I upset them. Oh, I shouldn't feel good about what I just succeeded in. I didn't do it right enough. Um, Those kind of things. I shouldn't be happy because they're sad. These are expressions of emotional auditing. And in healing work, both in codependency and just in working with our pain, working with our trauma, uh, if we come from the fixing point of view of of trying to make ourselves ideal so we can create uh, the a particular outcome or a particular result we're looking for, we're going to emotionally audit. Because we think that what we feel is inherently unreliable and likely very wrong. And we've learned to emotionally audit by the way people have responded to us about our reactions and responses to the things we've lived through. <clears throat> that will include the things we've liked, the things we didn't like, the boundaries we had, the feelings we had about what we've experienced. To be like, well, that's just dumb. Why would you feel that way about it? Or why would you like that? Or nobody feels that way. Nobody thinks that way about that thing. That kind of stuff. Especially prominent in family and cultural systems that are highly authoritarian, rigid, controlling, and have this idea of of an idealized way of being human. So emotional auditing is an attempt to fix ourselves, to try to create ourselves, to become an ideal for someone else to like. So in a way, it's even people-pleasing and perfectionism showing up that way. Emotional auditing cuts us off from ourselves. So when we encounter a stimulus our body is going and our brain is going to have a lot of different reactions to it. There can be a dominant reaction and then some subdominant or smaller reactions to it, or maybe a few big reactions to something. These responses are actual pertinent, valid, and important information for us. They help us understand our relationship to the thing we're encountering in the present moment, in the future, and in the past. It gives us information about our needs and what they're doing. So when 
In the actually heal trainings, we talk about needs and how they play a central role in our healing work, as well as our central role in healing codependency, because codependency is a strategy to meet needs, specifically um, safety, connection, and a sense of worth. And then we have 10 emotional core needs that it functions on as well. Needs play a central role in us. We can't get in contact with our needs if we're emotionally auditing for the right feeling for a, for a response to something. Thirdly, we lose contact with our own true voice. We don't have contact with our intuition. We don't have contact with our creativity. We don't have contact with our boundaries. We don't have contact with our advocate, our inner warrior that steps up and says, no, I don't want that. I don't like that. And this tends to shape us when we're emotionally auditing. We're tending to shape ourselves to be a nice person. A person that doesn't rock the boat. A person that doesn't agitate or irritate. A person that is always even keel, low key. These are not necessarily constructive or useful places to be because now we're, we are trying to regulate an external experience so that internally we can feel a certain way. That's our key here is we have to become willing to acknowledge what we actually feel about something so that we can make right the most effective choices rather than I, I try and get word rid of the word right out of my languaging, but the most effective choices and actions for our personal well-being and happiness. This is key to our peace, to our freedom, to our healing. We cannot heal if we don't have access to what we're actually experiencing. Because those feelings, those emotions, those sensations, they're going to be exiled. They're going to be pushed away. When we are willing to acknowledge what's showing up, we're willing to allow it to be observed and take up some space. We're willing to legitimize it, which, is, which means to make it real, make it valid to ourselves. Hey, yeah. I am feeling this, and that matters. That would be a legitimization statement there. We're willing to bring in these experiences, these sensations, the things that we're, we are going through and that we are feeling in response to that, what we're going through. Restores connection to ourself. Gives us the ability to connect with and understand our own boundaries, needs, and wants, and our own voice, and our own intuition. This is where real healing starts to occur. And that's what I teach you in the Actually Heal trainings is how to become curious about what you're experiencing and in that process cultivate space so it's safe enough to feel what's coming up and process what's coming up. And then we start that processing through inquiry. What am I feeling? What's its shape? Where is its location? Uh, what's its characteristics? What is it trying to tell me? And then we bring in care through warm witness, holding a space, and through processing. You're going to learn how to process within yourself so you can be your own warm witness. And you're going to learn how to, you're going to experience how it is to be processed with inside a safe, warm group. It's what we do in the actual HEAL trainings. Help you actually experience this so that you can create a reduction in your pain and eventually maybe even a resolution in that pain. So you can become more and more free to say no without the anxiety and or shame or the guilt, 
to take action towards the things that matter to you with less fear and definitely a lot less shame or guilt. To really know what you want so you can say yes to what you want and no to things you don't. So you can feel like, oh, you can enjoy yourself and you can enjoy your life. It's what most people want, right? That's what we help you accomplish in the Actually Heal trainings. They start uh, nine days, so uh, next Sunday, July 9th. Enrollment closes in seven days. We've got 44 seats open. And we have the course-only option. Some of you have requested, so that's 297 Or you can get the course with the membership and get all the additional live support components, practice live practice sessions, live processing sessions with that starting at 75 bucks a month. So the link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and at my website at healyourcodependency.com to get enrolled there. My friends, if you're emotionally auditing yourself, what you got to do is acknowledge it. Hey, I'm auditing this. I'm trying to choose the right emotion because I think that's what's going to keep me safe. I think that's what's going to keep me connected. That might give me a sense of value. So let's acknowledge it. And then that's, and we just legitimize it too. It's like, yeah, this is what I'm trying to do to meet these needs. Then I'm going to invite you to observe it. Allow yourself to become the observer of this impulse to audit and choose the right emotion. And start to notice what else is there. Because there's a lot of pain that's asking for attention and care there. And that that observation practice is going to empower you to con get connected with it because you're going to be able to see it, you're going to be able to hear it, and then you're be going to be able to start caring for it through curiosity, inquiry, and care. So that's where we start with that. Thank you, my friends, for being here and being a part of my world, for sharing my work, and for participating in it. Let me know your thoughts below and what you gained out of today's episode, and I will see you guys in our next one. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye.